this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Nomadic Rituals to the show. We've got Craig and Mark. How are we, lads? Pretty good. Cheers. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for joining us. And I've got my brilliant co-host, as always, Danielle. How are we doing? Who is a, a big fan of the band, yeah. you could say now at this stage. Yeah, mass fan. Um, I told one of my friends I was coming on this and she was like, whatever you do, don't like fangirl out and be like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, really obviously, like, oh my god, you guys are great. <laughs> so I've already done that now. So <laughs> you did it on the forums, didn't you? As well, to a degree. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Big fan of you guys. It was actually since we did the Cursed Monk um, podcast, correct? And we threw on one of your tracks, and I was just like, oh, this is so me. Um, so yeah, big fan. Nice one. Ooh. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, how did that um, come about, actually? Let's start with Raj. Give big shout-out to Raj. Yes, big shout-out to Raj. He's been, he's been great. Uh, Craig probably knows more about that side of things, actually. Yeah. I, I we just got talking. I mean, I'd seen him back in... Uh, we played gigs in... Do you remember gigs in Galway? Yeah. Uh, was that wee basement place? I don't remember what they call it. But anyway, uh, they, they started in the cellar bar. I think we played there a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what, yeah. I, yeah. But he was doing his, uh, was it uh, Rory? It was noise. Rory O'Boy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, doing that there. You know, the laptop and the hood and stuff. So I got talking yeah. to him then, and then just it's just years later we got, you know, I got talking to him again, and it was like I'd been talking to a lot of other labels and stuff I'm trying to get stuff out and um it kind of just fell through and i was talking to him at the same time and he just was like sure i'll do it for you and i'm like fantastic nice. <laughs> you know so um, remember the other releases do you fund them yourself and get them out yourself oh i i get them all out ourselves mostly yeah um, I think we've had like maybe an odd tape or something out by another label or something years ago. Like, but oh yeah, that was well. There was a, a random yeah tape sort of released through a German film. That was the Holy Giants, wasn't it? That was like a run of probably less than fifty. I'm sure. Was it Holy Giants on cassette? Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we'd done ones of our uh, for ourselves, but there was another guy that done tape sources at the same time, and like, there were. That was back in 2013, like. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Like, so we do the rest of it ourselves. Do you know what I mean? It's like we just stick it out ourselves, and and it's a thing. It's like, you know, it is helpful to get someone on your side. To, you know, who knows what they're doing? Like, and he's, you know, Roger's brilliant. Like, he's he's in there. He's got Absolutely. all his fingers. Everybody in speaks highly of him, man. And as I said, we were seriously impressed, weren't we, Daniel? After talking to him. Yeah, and um, yeah, really impressed. And as well, I thought your the color of the vinyl and everything is really cool. Um, the artwork, it's not something you'd expect from kind of your type of music, do me stuff, mm, which is nice. Yeah. It's unexpected. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to, to, to spin that now. Like, it's going to look class. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have been purchasing a lot lately, Daniel. Do you notice that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially since starting the podcast. <laughs> mm. My lads, look, it's still there. Oh, oh like, not, and I'm not breaking it. the seal. Yeah. I am not <laughs> breaking the seal. You got a black one too. Is that a good thing? 
<laughs> oh no, it's just it's 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 a sweet color. <laughs> so, nice. I, like, I had a whole box of them, you see. So every like ten had a different color. Oh, I didn't know that. You're about, cool. I yeah. think you're about the 40, 50 range ah. in the numbers. Adding to the value it. as you talk, Craig. I like that, <laughs> that's man. It, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually package all your stuff as well to some degree, is it? Yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, pretty much it, it all. We we'll screen print it, we we'll cut it, we we'll fold it, we we'll glue it. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, we have the benefit of Craig and Frodo, Peter. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Peter. Both, yeah, uh, you're both into like graphic design and art, and you know, you, you know how to manipulate an image and take a good image, and you know, take Craig took the photo for the album and very striking one actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys know what you're doing. Um, I can shift paper onto a screen printer and off again. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good with manual labor. There's, all, there's always a place for you yeah. there, Mark. No one does it yeah. just like me. Yeah. You're at the production line. <laughs> I am. I'm, yeah. I'm the labor. Craig's yeah. the boss. And sometimes I don't even think he pays me minimum wage, to be fair. But you don't get paid in, Mark. No. Yeah. I'm the union no. member, Mark. Yeah. Never a good thing. How did the album cover come about, actually, Craig? Um, Very striking. I don't. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll say I just don't really know how it came about. I mean, creatively, you know, if you think of images and creating things, it came about in that sort of way. But um, since I'd moved down to Newton Ards and the Ards Peninsula, it's like there's lots of beaches and walks and things like this here. So lovely. You know, walking along a lot of beaches and things I got there and I got quite interested in looking for you know like fossils and things I got there and things that are old you know like like me <laughs> older we'll say <laughs> we're talking you know millions of years that's sort of, you know <laughs> geologically old uh, okay, um, fair enough. so yeah <laughs> Um, I just I just find pieces and I just kind of had this sort of vision to just kind of just arrange them together and just make this like a people have kind of described it as like a not not a monolith but something kind mm -hmm. of like a like this object as a whole and it's all little separate pieces but if you put them yeah. all together and you frame them and take a nice photo of it 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 kind of it feels like it has a bit more meaning than it does, I suppose. But well, yeah, that's good, it's a, a lot that's of it's art, just it? yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Like it's, it's just take from what it. what you want out of it. And yeah. what about the title then, Tides? Who, who decided on that? Oh, that was me again. Um, and again, it was the uh, you know the the coming and going of the ocean. That sort of uh, the metaphor of that sort of mm -hmm. thing of you know things come and go and they die and they live and all that sort of stuff like so again that just kind of just ties into you know what we're doing with the the artwork and things yeah it kind of tied in with the image that you took didn't it with the there's some sort of fossil structures there is the, actually yes yeah. rocks yeah yeah there is it is that sort of there, there's some of the the rocks it kind of has that um it's like a seabed um, it's, I think it's called bed form or something like that there, but you find it like it's this sort of wave pattern. You see it on beaches and things like that mm. here, but you can also find it in very old rocks and there you can find these 
lovely sort of preserved patterns and things like that there. Wow, cool. Well, I must say it's one of the best albums this year anyway. I just, isn't it, Danielle? It's just fucking yeah. outstanding. The more you listen to it, it's just so much in it. That's it. Yeah, like I think uh, Tommy List is going to be one of my most listened to songs this year. Um, I, I think it's, and I always think they're the best albums that when you first listen to it, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, that's good. And then, then when you listen to it again, you really mm, are like, wow, that's yeah. brilliant. And I think they're the best albums. You, that you Every time I listen to one of the songs, I notice something new. Um, and I'm like, oh, I actually can't wait to hear it live. Cannot wait to hear it oh, live. Um, but uh, I was looking back on your, your tour dates, your old tour dates, and I'd seen you haven't played Limerick from what it said on the, on the website. It's true. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. You've hit Corkerick at times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been at Cork a bunch of times. And yeah. I don't know, from, for whatever reason, Limerick hasn't happened. And yeah, I mean, we'd absolutely love to play Limerick whenever we can play gigs again. Yeah. We'd love to do, I think it's very much for what you said about the album. That's very kind of you to say, both of you. Um, yeah, we'd love to, love to play Limerick, love to play anywhere, really, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with us not getting to do the, any launch gigs for this album. Yeah. So, you know, when yeah. the time comes, it would be nice to do maybe a little micro tour of Ireland. Oh, absolutely. Like we did once upon a time, we had a micro, micro tour on <laughs> the Great Dying, maybe, was it? Something like that. Was it not like two dates or something? It was, it was basically <laughs> Dublin and Cork. Yeah. Yeah. Was Ritual of was the last time you were down with us anyway? I, that's not, yeah, 2018. That was, but I think yeah. I saw ye after that because ye were supporting Elder Druid for the the launch. Oh, yeah, 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 in Belfast. Hmm. So, was the Elder Druid launch last January, possibly? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it came yeah. out. God, God, it right. came out last year. On January, and I was up for the launch, and G were playing with Slowmatics, and who else? There's one other band. So much for the sun. So much, so, so much for the sun, yes. That's a hefty gig. Oh, wow, what a lineup. A lot of heft. It was pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah fantastic. Good. That must have been the last gig, actually, was it? Yeah, I think we played a couple of gigs last January, and nothing since, of course. So. Yeah, even Daniel there, as you say, you can't wait to see him live. Like as a three piece that night, my fucking jaw was on the floor with the the sound he had. It's just incredible. There's a lot going on with you live, lads. There's a lot of pedals and other stuff as well in the background. Um, Lots of toys, like lots of toys. There you go. There you go. Okay, if you don't yeah. mind, can we do a run through of the album for those that have got it and those that will be buying it from? From this show, anyway, uh, the first track is Cassini Huygens. Would, I, would that be right in the pronunciation? Cassini Huygens. Huygens, yeah. Do you know what? I, I am not 100% <laughs> sure how to pronounce it. I'll, I'll take your word for it, Craig. No, I think it's Cassini. I was almost like Huygens or something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Something like that. And who um, came up with the lyrical team to that? That was Peter. Peter. Uh, he, ah, he so he's. The, I think, I think he'd, he'd been reading uh, an article on the Cassini Hugo's, whatever the fuck we're calling it. Uh, space probe. Space probe. Mm. Yeah. And there was something piqued his interest. There was uh, the, the, a story was about it? the death dive. Uh, it was its it, final moment going into the atmosphere of Saturn and burning yeah. up in the atmosphere, you know, yeah. uh, which is pretty cool. 
Oh, and, fuck and, it. I loved it. Like, I mean, I went yeah, down a terrible. rabbit hole there, dived in straight away, going, fuck yeah. It's you can get completely lost in Wikipedia for days, like just <laughs> clicking on links. But um, yeah, it's a pretty interesting story with the Cassini Huggins probe, like in 20 years, I think, in space in total, gathering information. And I suppose that was the motivation for the lyrics, but I suppose, mm. yeah, there's two parts to. Yeah. Part one, the kind of launch idea. And yeah, the so Cassini song. was into astronomy and engineering. In 1625, he was born, would you believe? Thanks. And he lived till 1712. So I was delighted here. Like, you see, he discovered the four satellites of the planet Saturn. Mm-hmm. And then Huygens then was into optics and mechanics, or 1629 to 1695. And he discovered the moon Titan. So oh. I'm just going, holy Fair shit, fun. like this is brilliant. <laughs> and thankfully, Danielle as well, they have the lyrics on Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a big plus for me. For Danielle, oh. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't put um, most of our lyrics up until like this year or something. Actually. Yeah. And actually, Roger messaged me after the last uh, podcast. Did and he? He, Yeah, and he sent me the lyrics. Um, no and way. I was just, yeah, and I was just saying to him, like, I've too many times I've been at a gig and I've misinterpreted lyrics and I've looked like an absolute plonker, like, uh, <laughs> shouting the wrong words, like, and they make that. no sense. <laughs> in fairness, it's, yeah. it's fairly easy to misinterpret what Craig and Peter Goldring in the that's um that's something that really adds to your your sound as well like it's not the typical kind of doom vocals it's not what you'd expect coming from kind of a doomy band mm-hmm. um which i think adds to it as well um <clears throat> but i suppose like from from you guys he started off in like 2012 and doom and sludge have kind of only really come to the forefront in ireland in the last few years like have you seen like a progression um, like more interest in you guys in the last few years? Well, I think there seems to be a lot more, I don't know, feels like there's more bands doing that sort of sound, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like we came along at the same time as they all did. So it wasn't like we were yeah. ahead of them in any shape or form. But um, there's yeah, lots I of people don't know before they, us, like so. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. but I, yeah, I guess there is. It, I think it's it's progressed more now, you know, not just from the point of where we started, but from our perspective, from the point where we started, it's there's a lot more people doing that, and there's a lot more people into it, I guess. Okay, yeah. yeah, it feels that way, but maybe that's just our interpretation of it. It's not like <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. from my point of view, I wouldn't have been into sludge or. Or probably like I would have been trash and death metal basically, and um, it was just the scene in Ireland in relation to sludge metal was so fucking good. <laughs> it just I just jumped in with joy because I, I just really enjoyed it, and it was something that never really kind of I encountered much, nor was I looking for really. But like when it's live, it's it's just fucking intense. Like, and that's what I love about it—just the intensity live and the heaviness. That's what yeah. I like about it. <laughs> yeah. So the second track, which is my favourite, is Cassini Huygens Part 2, The Last Transmission. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing halfway through that some Celtic Frost. Right. I'm just putting it out there. 
And with the, uh, did you maybe triple layer the vocals? It's like there's some effect kind of halfway through where it's like layered vocals and it's it's kind of like uh, mesmerized by Celtic Frost. It's like um, it's very clever the way it's done. I, I thought it was like um, an instrument first, but I think it's the layered vocals more so. I'm trying to remember what. Is well, you'll know better, Craig, because you do vocals, but what, what did you guys do? Around the four-minute mark, Craig. <laughs> oh, is this is this one? There's a part of I see it as two sort of separate pieces. So it's like yes. there's the first okay. part, and then there's like it kind of goes off into this big washy. Yes, the second part. The, then, yeah. I, the second part. Well, I, that's um, well, that's Frodo. Frodo does the he's doing all the all the shitty sort of stuff. Yeah, and then I kind of have this like. Uh, true vocal type of <laughs> voice mm. just sort of layered underneath it yeah you know and i just sort of i think it's just uncertain words or something like that there but it just kind of it, it like adds it. that sort of tone you know oh, like yeah. an underlying sort of vocal tone to it mm. when you hear that audible like frodo voice yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um third track dem you released lost a video space. on that as well didn't she live was it or or in the rehearsal studios or something yeah, I, yeah, that's it. We made a video in the rehearsal studios. Just grabbed a ton of cameras, stuck them all together, played to the track, and then I just sat and spliced it up later on. And made a wee nice video for everyone to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, you did a good job by that. Like to be fair, Creative uh, yeah. originally suggested the idea, and uh, like we're definitely up for making videos and make more videos. I think. Maybe for my were slightly skeptical of how good it might look. Could it look really <laughs> shit enough? But oh, <laughs> of little faith, like you know, Craig did an amazing job sticking it all together, right? So it's I think it looks pretty cool. Nice there, you see. It suits the song as well. Uh, contemplating the void and contemplating my life, um, or the lyrics and that. There's actually three or four references to voids and. Uh, travel and body, but is it Pete, as you call him, Frodo does the lyrics for those? I think I did the lyrics for that one, actually. Oh, but, um, no, um, that one was kind of, I suppose it was off the back of the sort of Cassini space, sort of, we're in space at this point. Mm-hmm. We're taking you into the future, we're, you know, people living in space, and I suppose it was just kind of, I was sort of playing on that sort of, almost alien sort of thing you know you're lost in space you're one against something else but you don't know what that is and you're, you're essentially sort of on your own but it's mm. you know it's, and then um, creating the soundscape then obviously the music came first and then the lyrics came on top of that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah pretty much actually i think uh, i guess most of how we sort of do things like it's always sort of music first and then the lyrics after and lyrics are total last kind of yeah i think you you have you and frodo have even figured out where you want to like shout or scream or yeah. in a song and then you try and figure out right how, do, how many syllables do i need in this word to make it fit <laughs> shouting over this bit. it takes us that long to think of what we want to talk about i guess and and how do you songs it doesn't have lots and lots of lyrics but it's kind of like well what am I going to say here? So, and how do you decide point. when a song is actually finished? Uh, Until we don't want to change it anymore. <laughs> Maybe I don't, I, know. I, I, don't, I don't know. It takes us forever, like, to mm. 
right stuff. Anyway, we are slow as hell. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Eventually, I guess we just figure right. I don't think we're going to make it any better than it is. So, and we're just dying to get back in the studio at that point. Right? Fucking hell! Let's just go and record this shit. I just Please. want to be satisfied with it or something. You know, it's just sort of. Done. So like you like Mark to use a sample pad um, as well. Is that do you play that live as well? Yeah, um, I don't know. That, well, obviously we haven't actually done this album live, but yeah, on previous recordings and yeah, would have played those samples live. Uh, Frodo's got so many toys in front of him now that actually might be easier for him to handle samples. He's got a little sample pad player. Mine's pretty pretty archaic drum pad kind of thing, you know. So. It's probably easier for him to handle any samples that we would have going forward, but yeah. And uh, Craig, same. You have the synth and you have a few other things going on as well, probably in the background playing live. I, I don't know, well, I normally did. I don't, I don't do as much now. Like uh, this album, I don't think I touched the synth at all, actually. Um, I think there was the last track maybe had a wee bit of a vocal synth type of thing going on but that was about the only thing i punched when it came to set like so unless we're playing older stuff and i can sort of muck around and we chaos pad or whatever it is you know? <laughs> like you did you haven't listened to the previous album daniel did you notice the difference with the new one in relation to the last yeah that- i was yeah, I kind of I started with the with tides and then I, I, I worked my way back to Mark in the Day and I think there's it feels like there's more layers on tides almost. Um, mm-hmm. it seems like there's more depth to it. Um, and it it feels more round I really enjoyed uh, Mark in the Day, but I kinda of feel tides is more rounded off and polished. Um, so it's it's kind of taking like that raw rawness you still have that that there um and the edge but a bit more polished so yeah it's, Agreed, yeah. it's pretty cool the, i think he, he sent it did he send it to the us was it i seen to for it to be to, ma- to be mastered was it yeah it was uh brad Boat right again wasn't it i think he did he yeah. did Mark of the Day, he's done, uh, yeah, he's done tons of albums. Sleep, dope, smoker, for fuck's sake. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah. He just has this list. If you just go to his webpage, it's just this list. I have gone through it. <laughs> and I have an exclusive, he's coming on the show. Mm. Yeah, I reached, yeah, I reached out to him and I said, listen man, this is who I am. Um, your contribution to Irish metal and um, it's significant over the last few years and i said would you be interested in coming on the show so he said yeah i'd be honored to so keep an eye out for that nice one that's close yeah deadly we'll talk about he'll talk about he in, in glowing terms and anyway, because he he did some job on on that album that's it's, it's, as i said tides what a what a thing um would you go to daniel's track as well tumulus where did you come up with the title <laughs> what's it called <laughs> Tommy 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 Tommy
sort of burial mounds. Sounds like a character of the blind, the witch, and the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. But yeah, uh, it's that's the whole the whole songs about um, you know, essentially burying your loved ones. You know, Old, archaic Irish sort of. Tale. Yeah, lots of mines, lots of stone, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. There's that sort of kind of running theme through it, and um, I loved the next one as well, Moving Towards Total Disorganization. Mm. Great track, great track. Um, how was that road? Did you, did you come up with a certain riff that just suited that track and build on it, or was there a few different songs, riffs put it together? Because it sounds like there's two or three songs well, in there. I think like a lot of our stuff we just stumbled upon something that we sound, we thought sounded good in the room. Like everything okay. that was done. We, we just go in and sort of fart about with our instruments and eventually someone plays something. We go, yes, that is fucking good. And we all latch mm -hmm. on to it. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think I, you were farting I about it some way like, literally, literally, if you listen to just the start of it, and it's just the bass and the drums, it's like da, 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 that bit there. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's literally where it started. Yeah. And it just progressed into everything else, and then there was obviously photos coming in with the synth and things like that there. So. Yeah. What's it? It's What's actually up? just like um, that little riff at the start, that bass <laughs> sort of riff or motif or whatever is just repeated through the song, kind of, and we're just sort of ramping it up. Building up the heaviness until it gets the big fucking you know, hit, hitting the head off you kind of heavy part and sort of boils yeah. back down again, hopefully, with loads of synths thrown in and hopefully layers of stuff, layers of different things. Yeah. And the last track then, The Burden. Um, time is a circle, do we suffer to live in this world, exist in the void? There's the void reference again. <laughs> um Let's see, uh, I'd listened to a lot of uh, Arthur Schopenhauer audiobooks. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, was, I was listening to a lot of philosophy is essentially where that was coming from. And his whole aspect was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, essentially to live, or to live is to like essentially sort of suffer. And then he was kind of getting into this whole aspect of non-existence is better than suffering and it kind of you'd need to you'd need to listen to it <laughs> or read it but it's, it's a bit complicated but it essentially was that's that's the question that it was posed is do we suffer you know to live and mm -hmm. that's kind of where it came from was. and was that the uh, an obvious track to end the album i don't know if it was obvious i I kind of felt that it was um, a mostly heavy to end, like because um, it has a lot of that sort of existential sort of thoughts that are wrapped in with it, and it's kind of like you know, because I think a lot of the album has been talking about sort of living and dying, and you know, the whole tides thing, the metaphor oh. of a tide, um, and then it kind of comes to the end where it's. You know, it, the burden is the mental weight of living, essentially, and then you know, do we suffer to live? And I can't really explain most of it. You need to go on air. You need yeah. to do 
philosophy it's a lot song, more <laughs> than i can explain if you know what i mean but yeah philosophy is a bit of mm. you know it's an interest i guess but yeah it's just it's, have, it's, have the album end on a downer craig isn't that it this is not american <laughs> films you know what i mean yeah. you know. Leave everyone with an existential crisis as they leave. Exactly. Yeah. So think about your life. <laughs> did you leave any tracks off the album for any particular reason? I don't think we did. No. Um, I, with the only exception, maybe we were, we did have like what was originally like a third track on the album. Like this is going way back a couple of years, which we just thought was plain shit in the end. And we we're like, no, that's just rubbish. Like that's. We gave up on it. Mm. None of us were enjoying it at all. So, yeah, I think that's the only thing, really. Everything else we sort of, I think we fashioned away the bits that we didn't like and eventually ended up with those yeah. six tracks. I, I, I don't think we, we don't end up working on full tracks and then just going, that's dumped, because generally full tracks are quite big. <laughs> you know, that's why we work in sections, <laughs> smaller <laughs> like it's um, a common occurrence on the forums a lot, Daniel, is uh, bands release an album into this void. Uh, there's the void reference again. Mm. I had to get that in. Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you, re- you released it during COVID. Was that a, an easy decision to make? Uh, I suppose it was. By that point, we'd been sitting on it for most of the year already. You know, and okay. then... I wanted to put it out in 2020 and you know once we got talked to roger and stuff it it just basically just didn't happen i had to go to what january or whatever it was was it january yeah <laughs> Sorry, right. just yeah. so like we recorded it these days or months everything's a blur it's all the same yeah, I know. yeah, I know. yeah we recorded it in 2019 like in november we were in the studio recording it and I think we were still mixing it and just taking our time mixing it. And yeah. when COVID happened, we were still mixing it and sort of, I suppose at that point, we weren't in any particular rush to get it mixed, but Aye. just took our time with it. It just sort of slowed down and then <laughs> it was just, yeah. we didn't give up, but we just slowed down a lot. That's why, see if you look on the inside of the, the CD pack on the poster, it'll say, I want. I've got, to open it. It. You've got to open it. It's going to say 2020 yep. on it. That's why it says 2020 on it because we were going to release it in 2020 and never changed the poster. So it's probably yeah. worth even more now, Richie. <laughs> the retirement yeah. package. <laughs> and now, Doran, how did he come into your side? He came to one of our first gigs, like uh, way back. We were playing a gig in a bar called Antiani's in Belfast. And Oh yeah, so it was referenced. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a cool wee venue. Um, so I think our first two or three gigs were in there, maybe. And yeah, and I showed up at one of the gigs. We didn't know who he was, but he came up to us after the gig and chatted to us. Um, just was talking about the studio. I think he was kind of was he kind of starting out in it at the time, Craig. He was sort of learning his engineering trade, kind of. And he must have. He was. He was maybe just fishing for clients. I think. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was definitely fishing for clients, definitely. And uh, he, he was just putting out the word, basically, that they were around. And he was, he came up and he was complimentary. He said, oh, I really like what you're doing. And and also they were doing good deeds, I think, for bands who were kind of starting out. And, mm-hmm. 
So I don't know, eventually we got in touch with him then after him putting that out to us and yeah, it worked out brilliantly. Uh, we got we got in touch with him, and then literally every recording after that, we've just went back to him. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. he knows what we're doing, so it's easier. He's brilliant at what he does, <laughs> and he knows, yeah, yeah, he knows what we're going for, kind of. So. Does he vary it? Like, is it is it mainly metal bands? It's start together studios in yeah. Belfast, isn't it? in the yeah. OES Center. Yeah. Oh, they do loads of stuff. They do everything. Literally, yeah. literally everything. It doesn't matter what you are. Yeah. Ever massive variety, yeah. just everything. So, yeah, because when I seen it, I didn't think it sounded very metal. So, no, um, <laughs> yeah. How many studios are like? How many options are are up there um, for bands to record? In, is Belfast like? There's is there like five or six different studios, or or is it the, more? Or I less don't or? know. Uh, yeah, I because we've never gone looking for other studios. We. We landed on our feet with Nile and start together. Yeah. Made the first record we thought was class <laughs> and we've gone back to him ever since. Um, so yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure. I know one. I literally know one. Yeah. Bearcat, I think it's called Bearcat. Bearcat is one yeah. that has come up but before. I'm not hundred percent sure if that if that's still going. I I, I, I don't know, know if it's still yeah. going. We we go to start together, so yeah. <laughs> and they're still going, so it's all good. And like, what do you think yourselves about the Northern Ireland scene? How involved are you in it in relation to um, knowing what bands are releasing stuff? Or um, it's a vibrant scene. Yeah, you know? Know, there's so many amazing bands. Like there's so many bands out there at the minute. Um, we did the Great Dying split with Tom. Um, yeah. How did that come about, actually? How did that come about? Well, do you know what? Actually, one of those early gigs uh, in Auntie Annie's, I remember Matt Salters and his brother coming up to chat to me at the bar. It could have been the same one that Nile was at, actually. I'm just saying, oh, like, love that, guys. Like, that was one of our first gigs. And so, yeah, it was quite complimentary and got chatting. Um, I don't know what happened after that, though, how the Great Dying kind of came about. I think you, you were probably chatting to him about artwork as well, Craig. Yeah, actually, I have no idea how we got chatting to them. <laughs> they just, they, they just somehow Ayers became... Good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah it must be true. He's the social one, you see. Yeah, he he's, he's the extrovert of the band. I, that's, yeah. uh, I'm amazed that he's You're not talking all... to the wrong people here. Those two are the wrong people to talk to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frodo is the voice of the band, kind of. Yeah, but, um, he is. He knows everything. <laughs> but I saw, um, Daniel, I saw the lads. There's footage of the lads playing in Cork. Um, oh, what's it called? It was, um, the Poor Relation, was like, it? No, no, it was like the Cork Community. Yeah. I don't Cork know. Cork Print Workshop. Yes, that's it. And I'm nearly sure there's a young Evan Prendergast <laughs> up at the front row giving it socks. Do you have him from worn out, lads? No, no, I don't know. Well, Does don't he know. have dreads? Because I think he did. He have dreads back then. He definitely had the. Long hair, um, anyway. No, he the the fucking customary short lumber shirt, oh. and just. And just the, the the body shape and all, I'm nearly short with him <laughs> at it. Um, but um, like, you have a great reputation of coming down to Cork. Why is that? Uh, d- uh, 
with Matt, uh, what did he call her? I forgot her name. Then. Was that Rona? Rona, yes, right. Yeah, Rona. yeah. I, I'd met like Rona one time up here, and she said that she had this, or she was working, or however that place actually ran, um, print workshop, and they were going to put bands and things like that on. So essentially, she just talked to me. And then invited us down once, and we were like, "This is class. This is like yeah. massive yeah. warehouse. It's like screen printing stuff, you know, band stage, and you know, it, it was just this class we plays. And yeah. I, we've just literally just came there once, and then we've known people and just kept coming back, like, and that's it. Yeah. And did you play in Cork as well with Conan? Do I? That was uh, Cypress Avenue, wasn't it? Class. Yeah. Yeah. That was the fucking loudest gig, man, I've been at in That years. was amazing to get, to get the, you know. They were the, supporting us as well, remember? And <laughs> 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 come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and how did she come up with the name? Lana Gretchels. She's, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know. I just don't had... tell me Freud was going to get the credit for that. <laughs> no, so that come on, man. Again, yeah, I, I did come up with it, but I don't know. It just kind of just came across, uh, you know, nomadic, the idea of traveling and moving around. And then Gretchels is like, it's, not just the spiritual sort of ritual, but like the the everything everyday sort of thing that you you just kind of rotate around your life and you keep doing, and it's a ritual, you know. So nomadic rituals can be like. And did did, did the name did the name of the band come before the name of the song, the ritual? Then, or were they kind of tied in, or were they completely separate? I think the name came first, and then it was like. Yeah, the band. We started playing the song, and then it was just like we're gonna call this the the ritual, like that that that's you know this is the ritual. <laughs> there was a band on last week's show called oh, Sinisons. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard of them? Oh, Sinisons, I. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if we've ever played on the same bill with them. I can't remember them, uh, but we've seen them plenty of times in Belfast. Yeah. Yeah. The money, Daniel, they were making. What? For gig. Crazy. I was I was like telling everyone, I was like, oh my God, I was like, Lorigan is the place to be. <laughs> they were pulling 900 pounds a gig, what? lads. Oh. <laughs> How do you yeah. know about this? I don't think we've shown <laughs> 900 pounds in all the games what have we've we ever been played. Doing wrong? Is this what you're trying to tell us? We've been doing it all wrong. Yeah. Telling you now, Anto, driving around in a 5 Series Beamer back in the... 2010 when nobody was. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah, there, there was a scene back then that a lot of uh, bands didn't play Lorgan. And there was like, a, this is now from a Corkman now trying to describe where they played, but he described it as three or four different venues that they were able to get serious money in. And then when they go up to Belfast, then they get offered a hundred pounds or Wow. Wow. So you're saying go to Lurgan? Yeah. So what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Let's find yeah. let's find out hey, the Lurgan scene create and get these gigs happen. Good. Hey, Anto. Yeah, well you have to talk to Anto man. You have to go through Anto now. It's like the Sopranos <laughs> of the stage. <laughs> 
tell us about your gig in Lithuania. How did that come about? That is with Adam, or Adumas, from mm-hmm. Weed Priest. Yeah. yeah Weed Priest. Ah, very yeah. good. Yeah. So, nice one. Obviously, we played Galway a couple of times back in the day. In fact, mm-hmm. how many times is that? Maybe three times, I say. But um, Weed Priests were always there. I think it was uh, the guys from Weed Priests who were running the festival the first two times we played. Hexen House. You know, Rags. Hexen House. Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's him. That was Wall Party. Yeah. 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 Were Tenton Slug at that one by any chance? I, I don't know. No. I think it was yeah. just the guys who played in Galway. We played with Ten Ton Slug, I think. Yeah, and um, the last time we played in Galway was Ten Ton Slug. We're playing. They were like, I think they were maybe, maybe headlining the day, kind of. Uh, yeah, was that like 2018 or something? Yeah, I think I, I, I was a, at that. that. Right. Yeah, it was a cool day. It was really good. Yeah, good, good bands on. I was at that. that. Yeah, yeah, it was on. Was it the Loft or something in Seven? Um, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, um, class gig. So I probably caught you, but I was probably on a different planet, really. <laughs> on that stage. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, great gig. Um, but yeah, Lithuania. You've played in Lithuania, but you haven't played in Limerick, lads. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? We've put the word out to the seas of Limerick. They've yeah. never picked us up, so we're here. Just putting the word out. We're ready. We're ready. Come they are listening. They are <laughs> listening. But go on, anyway. Let's tell, tell us, um, is there any, there's surely a tour story over your adventure um, in Lithuania. That's worth telling. I don't know for sure. Not, nothing particularly titillating or us, but just uh, the fact that we didn't play very well, I would say. <laughs> I, I'd say we were a bit really? We yeah. We ended up playing last on the bill. Uh, and it was an all-day festival. What time, is, what time did you come on? I think we were going to play until like one in the morning or something like that. You know, Off. Yeah, quite oh. possibly later. Um, we had you fell the beers the were offered. We took the beers. We, we didn't count the beers when we were taking the beers. We didn't oh, look at the percentage exactly. of the beers. Um, I, I don't think it was our Fuck, best performance. Yeah, of course. Let's say, but. I think we probably got away with it. Like, let's be fair, let's be honest. The, the audience were probably completely fucking blittered at that point, anyway. So, and they probably didn't know what we were meant to sound like. There's a video of it if you want to find it. Oh shit, there is. There don't, 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 that's don't what look. Good, that's good. Good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> don't critique it. It's not our finest. It's definitely not our finest. And how did you get to it? Did you drive or did you fly? Oh, or just what? flew to that one and Adam mm. picked us up at the airport and we stayed at his with his partner and kid for mm-hmm. two or three nights, I think. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it was class. And Adam and his family were great to us. And Vilnius was class. It's a great place. Oh, they've got amazing fried bread. Oh, yeah. Garlicky fried bread. Oh, it's, it's honestly, it's the oh, only, it's honestly, I've never snack. tried it. Until you've never had anything like it until you go to Lithuania and eat their fried bread. It's like, I'm just, oh. <laughs> and was there uh, much of a turnout for the gig? Do you think it's a, a viable option for other bands, Irish bands, get to Lithuania and using Adam as a connection? Um, I suppose he probably has connections with other. I mean, he wasn't the, the one fully organizing Infeast. Um, yeah. But 
suppose you could get through to him and there's a, there's other people uh that organize it like so yeah yeah i mean so how does a band like nomadic rituals go about trying to get a european date locked in i know if it's just push aside COVID emails. for a minute i mean you're <laughs> emailing talking to people you've been <laughs> You've been going since 2012, so I'd imagine there's certain targets that you'd like to hit yeah. in Europe. Um, I think in, in some cases we maybe haven't tried to push it or tried, or, or maybe you would disagree, Craig, but like we've kind of let offers come to us. Um, and yeah. we went and played in uh, Copenhagen on a wee like Copenhagen Oslo kind of double, double date thing, which was amazing as well. Uh, but that offer came to us. So I, I guess okay. we don't know how, maybe we don't know how to make it happen, like, or never, yeah, I never used to go down. Make, uh, you know, a round tour date sort of thing, but we've done a couple of days and it's really just down to just emailing people and just chatting to them. And cause that's how we got the, the, we got the, the Norway gig. And then I got chatting to the guy there and he said, talk to this person in Denmark and then. I suppose it's just networking, really, is what it comes down to. Absolutely, yeah. I think there's enough um, lads in the scene in Ireland that um, that would be confident enough in getting secure in UK dates, as in Scotland. There's a fantastic relationship with Scotland at the moment in the Irish metal mm-hmm. scene, you know. Um, I know you played Glasgow. How was that, that for was you? Really good. That's great, yeah. Uh, it was a guy from here, actually. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Uh, Andrew, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, he, he got in touch with us. and uh, mm-hmm. He was from just outside of Belfast, I think, living over in Glasgow. And mm-hmm. yeah, put us up for the night, went over on the boat. And yeah, um, I'm sure doing Glasgow or Scotland, a couple of dates and going down into England, even the north of England, you know, that's all... Definitely doable. Hopefully, we will get to do that. I mean, what kind of transport have you got? Like we'd say, is it have you got the van or have you got cars? Or (laughs) got my car, and that's about the height of it, really. And it's it's the drummer you see, he's got all the wheels. Yeah, it's not terribly sizable. Yeah, drummers have to. You don't have a Pavel machine there, um, Richie. No, they don't. Doesn't yeah. sound like it. Yeah, is, Pavel. is that the guy from Suitsay? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Ten tons. Yes. Yeah, Zeran as well. Has he got a big old van there? Voted the most valuable member of the Irish metal community in two thousand and what was it? Twenty. Twenty-one. Wasn't it? Right. Yeah, we get. Or no, sorry, in twenty. Twenty. Oh, no, twenty. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who, yeah. Need the honour there. Yeah. We, we actually were there. And we presented, <laughs> we got him down to my studio and then we presented him with a fucking big mug with a massive, like, was it like two litre thing of beer inside it and a jar of pickles as well. <laughs> significance to the pickles. He's, he's a big fan of pickles. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Pavel pickles. <laughs> and social media boys, lads, who's the... The guy that's handled no, that. It's a boss. That's me. <laughs> How do you not cope with it? How do you not Craig? cope with it? <laughs> How do you cope with it? I don't know. 
It's yeah. I mean, you need to do it. Is basically the bottom line of it. I need to do it, and then it's like, if I don't do it, then no one knows about it. And this is our modern day. <laughs> the true burden. Yeah, Craig, I think. <laughs> this thing you got to think think about these things. You know, this is modern day. I think Mark is on an yeah. easy ride, Daniel. What yeah, do you think he's got a car. That's that's all he's bringing to this. <laughs> he's got the car. Uh, so he I, 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 I know about beats, drum beats, uh, drive, and uh, paper on printers. <laughs> Take them off again. T-shirts too. Tell you, you do not put fingerprints in those papers. You know what I mean? It's good. Yeah. That's, that's exceptionally good paper placement. Yeah. So paper etiquette. Are any of in other bands, lads? Uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, really? no, I'm not. In, I don't know. Unless Mark's got secret bands, but <laughs> no, I. Mark's been in a wedding band that makes he ha- he three or four hundred quid. <laughs> I, I have done that before. I, I have done that before. So. Uh, really? Before nomadic rituals, actually, his profession. Yeah, I, I, I sort of fell in that into that by accident. I had been playing drums for very long, and my, a couple of mates ran a wedding band type pub band, covers band type thing, and they needed a drummer mm-hmm. to fill in for a gig. So I kind of they, they persuaded me to do it, and well, they they thought I played well enough to want me to do it more. So I, I did it for a little bit anyway, and. Then nomadic rituals happen. So. You're done, Craig. You left. You left the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Potential earnings. Yeah. I don't think they were getting paid as much as Cinnacons, though. To be fair. Yeah. Nah. And <laughs> You know, maybe nomadic rituals could make it as a wedding band. You never know. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a market for that. Well, your wedding is yeah. gone, and I can't speak. Hey, Evan. Evan. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> But I mean, a lot of bands have members that are in other bands as well. Would you ever think of um, collaborating with maybe one or two other members of bands and releasing something under a different name? I, like how, how much are you writing um, material-wise or is it just just for the band and you're well, happy enough with that? Uh, Frodo has been uh, in the studio lately with uh, Space Shepherds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing Wibbly since for yeah kind of i think they've got kind of a fluid membership so this might be the first recording that they're actually doing i think it's kind of spacey jammy rock type stuff so that should be pretty Mm -hmm. cool looking forward to hearing it um yeah i mean i think i don't know they kind of open to trying other music i guess as well but i suppose it's all about finding time you have to see the find the opportunity or something get chatting to someone see you know where that's going to come from but i was i was saying saying to frodo that we should take uh, all the bands that are in our practice room and just collaborate in one big band jam that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah yeah so where are you uh, practicing it's over, <laughs> it's over in East Belfast uh, place we practice and uh, so we're in there and the Space Shepherds are in there these days uh, Elder Drew El- Elder Drew are in uh, since cool. the start of the year uh-huh. um, so yeah there's a lot of drum kits in there there's a lot of amps Little amps it's pretty good sales super group it's going to happen yeah, you heard about what happened down in Cork, didn't you? I did see so, a couple of stories on social media. Yeah. Like, what what happened, actually? What, what was that all about? Over to you, Daniel. Uh, um, 
basically it was a bit chaotic. Like Evan, Evan just told a story. He got a call saying there's like <clears throat> a guy down here causing hassle, saying that he's like, was he going to take all the stuff Richie out of? I did hear about this yeah. pond side of it yeah. from Sitzer. Yeah. About it. Yes. I have yeah. It. Yeah. So basically he was like, oh, we're going to, we're taking all the gear. Um, basically, your man wasn't paying rent. Yeah. Get out of, get get out out, of the house. Yeah, um, your man wasn't paying the rent, by the way. Okay. And basically causing a big scene for no reason. The guards came down. The guards were unhelpful. And um, yeah, so people were really panicking, thinking they weren't going to get access to their gear. And it was just basically a big situation that could have been avoided. Um, but Iman had no right to, it, was, it wasn't even the landlord, it was like the landlord's brother or something that came down and um, he had no, no legal right to do it. There was no documentation, documentation. or anything like that. Uh, but the guards were sympathetic to him more so yeah. than the lads. They uh, <laughs> were panicking, frantically tried to grab yeah, equipment. Yeah, um, that was the thing. Everybody was coming down really quickly. The car park was full of people trying to get their gear out, um, just causing panic, sheer panic for no reason. In the yeah. middle of COVID, yeah. no reason as whatsoever, well. not needed at all. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's it's a situation there that there was probably thirty bands in in those rehearsal studios, and they were paying full rent right through, even though they had no access to those rehearsal studios during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently, there was just an issue with the fellow running it, and his his and the landlord not being paid properly and stuff. It was just all a bit, bit of a mess, but hopefully it'll be resolved because that would be a massive loss to the Cork scene. I'm sure. Massive. Yeah, um, it's kind of the only, there's one other place, but I don't really know how good that is in Cork, Bubble Studio. But um, yeah, it's like, it's a go-to spot. And your man is really, really nice, the guy who runs it. He's Richie as well. Um, he's really, really sound. Mm. I've dealt with him a few times, like, but yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know, is there an opening for another studio or rehearsal space in Cork as well. There's so many bands down there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there is, but again, who's going to take it on? Step up to the mark and yeah. take it on, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was what happened That's anyway. Really um, shitty situation. So, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how hard are rehearsal studios to come across in Belfast? I think in our in our building, there's a handful of rooms that are being used by bands, but it's not it's not like one of those uh, sort of center points for band rehearsal places like you're describing in Cork. There's a few other places in Belfast, mm. like the West Link Enterprise Center and Blackstaff, Blackstaff or something, isn't it? Oh, Blackstaff has yeah, come up I before. Think they're yeah, sort of quite heavy with band rehearsal rooms and. Is that an old mill or something like that? Or They're all old mills. We work in an old mill. Uh, Blackstaff's an old mill. Um, there's loads of old mills. Oh. But My knowledge of the Northern Ireland scene is I've had so many bands on from Northern Ireland. and th- Yeah, that's an old mill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get well, up there. I can't again. wait Fuck to get sake. up there from your review of the the Elder Drew gig and was it the voodoo that you're in? Is it the voodoo lounge is called? You were just yeah. raving it. Daniel, you'd love it. There's a cocktail bar downstairs as well. Oh. So we could be doing cocktails and going back up and down the oh, stairs, which deadly. is what I was yeah, doing. Yeah. Definitely going to make it up there. 
Nice cocktails. Nice cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the one thing like uh, Limerick is missing is there's no metal bar in Limerick. Um, like, you know, yeah, Sharpen. it's terrible. That's why we haven't been. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't be, don't be cutting off your yeah. nose to spite your face there, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be down we'll be down I'm just saying Stuff. <laughs> before we go then so what are your influences what drives the band musically wise what are you all listening to that um, forms nomadic rituals sound I suppose so big and, big, 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 start big with you heavy. Mark come on Mark you're going to have yeah. to walk yeah. with this one big and heavy stuff <laughs> um, I suppose it's big heavy sorry like it's, it's it's sort of main goal of the band so and bands like Yob and Conan and Neurosis or oh, yeah. Yob. sort of doing that sort of thing. But also like so Yob obviously are big and heavy, but have some nice layers and atmosphere and melodic parts to them. So yeah. I was a band to look mm-hmm. up to, I guess. Um there's obviously a lot of synth going on in our stuff. So I know Craig and Frodo love the hot wind, like I'm not so familiar with it, but hot yeah, wind. Hawk wind, yeah. Oh, Wow! Yeah. Back in the seventies, Hawkwind. Aye, aye. <laughs> Those ones. Yeah. Um, was it one of you guys that started that playlist, uh, Sonic Doom Plus Plus, on Spotify? Oh, that was me. <laughs> I'd li- that was me. I'd like to. Daniel, I'd like to impressive. say thank you very much because I've gotten so many tunes off of that. Um, yeah, oh, it's a de- and uh, I'd be listening to it when I'm working, and I'm just like, oh, this is a great tune. There's loads I didn't know on it. So, what That's is it called, Daniel? Sonic Doom Plus Plus. Um, yeah, wow. great, okay. great mix of stuff in there. Um, I I nearly lost my life when Space Trucking by Deep Purple came on. I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> grooving out. Yeah, fantastic. Honestly, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so, so, Craig, yeah, what's what was on that playlist that you know got you into music? Was it the likes of Hawkman the Deep Purple or where yeah, were you going from? Know, if you talk, if you literally talk Deep Purple, I'll say my dad gave me the record and I played the record. Do you know what I mean? There's there's a lot of stuff that he had, but there's Deep Purple, Machine Head. That's it. Yeah, it's my dad's favorite band. That's how I started listening to music yeah. as well. Was Deep Purple. <laughs> Deep Purple, and then uh, Genesis was the other one. That Foxtrot. It's a mental album, but it's brilliant. Mm. That's that's an old one. Fucking hell, Foxtrot. Jesus Christ. And like, were you always a bass player, Craig, or had you kind of flirted with guitars? Or I, I mean, well, I started off playing acoustic guitar, and then I got a wee electric guitar, and you know, eventually got a bass guitar, and then stuck with the bass guitar. <laughs> but I play a wee bit of you know, six string guitar. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'd, I'd wonder. Like I'm struggling with the four strings. I, I'm, I haven't played uh, bass in around nearly was twenty eight years, and I'm back playing at the moment, jamming with a mate of mine. Hit the thumb out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fucking fingers, man. <laughs> Richie, I'm twenty eight. <laughs> Well, there you go. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Remember when you were on about those fossils, Craig, you see? That's what I'm on about. <laughs> but uh, it's great. It's great. I'm finally playing a fucking instrument again after yeah. so many years. Yeah, I'm mad to get back into the drums now. Um, 
just when you move out of home, the drums stay at home and you move in places you can't have drums. So it's just trying oh, to get so a place to record. It's, uh, it's so difficult. And I had an electric kit for a while, but I didn't have one with the mesh heads and it was crap. So I'm yeah. thinking of investing maybe in, in one with mesh heads. At least yeah. I can can get the get the kind of bounce off it properly, you know. Oh, but, yeah, uh, Do you know yeah. what I actually got recently? I got a wee cocktail kit for the house. We practice oh, kit. Oh, yeah. Cool. And I got I got mesh heads for um I don't know what they were. Remo Remo silent stroke heads maybe or something like that. Or no, they were the they were the evidence version of them. And you get these like uh symbols, low volume symbols that have holes in them. So oh, cool. that's that's pretty good. It's a nice setup because I don't know what you're talking about with the electronic kits. Just doesn't feel yeah. right, like and no. this this is pretty close to feeling like the real thing. Not maybe hundred percent, but it's Close good. enough. Cool, yeah. Those wouldn't be cheap though, lads, no. would they? I guess. No. From like from like looking at reviews, like the cheapest mesh headset that's anywhere decent is about three hundred and fifty, which isn't too bad, kind of the entry one. But like if you're looking at rolling kit, you're looking in the thousands for for a decent set, like like so yeah, not cheap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did any of you go mad over lockdown and buy some new gear? Well, that that mm-hmm. drum kit really for me. But okay, no. Craig. No, no, no. I, I I have this acoustic guitar that came out of a skip. <laughs> I'm <doing me. laughs> not joking. I, I call it the skip shredder. It's amazing. Oh wow! There's the skip shredder. <laughs> it came out on, before we had left work. There was a skip outside work, and there was a guitar sitting on top of it. So I took the guitar and I. Oh, I have this. I'm hoping I'll walk outside of work and there'll be a drum kit <laughs> just sitting on top of a skip. <laughs> that will work out well. <laughs> okay, so lads, um, I'm going to end this, unfortunately. And thank you for coming on the show, man. As I said, Nomadic Rituals, Tides, check it out. It is one of the best releases this year. 100%. Agree, yeah. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Thank you very much. Very kind of you. So congratulations, lads. And do not be shy coming down to Cork again. We would love to have you down when all this shit clears off. We'd love to see you down there. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. We'll come to Limerick too. Good. <laughs> I'll go down to Cork to see if I have to, don't worry. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> so um one other thing, I want to dedicate this show to uh, the memory of Ronan Bones Connor, who sadly passed away suddenly on the 28th of March. And sincere condolences to his family, friends, and bandmates, and during the sad time.